Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 701. If you're bitten by this bug, go ahead and chase your passion and treasure uh, these works of art, because that's precisely what they are. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Bob Fuller. Hey, Bob, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, sir. I look forward to it. All right. Great to have you here. Bob Fuller is the co-founder and chairman of Keels and Wheels Concord Elegance, an annual event held at the Lakewood Yacht Club in Seabrook, Texas. Since 1996, Keels and Wheels has become the largest classic automobile and vintage wooden boat show in the United States. You can enjoy an average of about 200 beautiful classic cars and a 100 of the most wonderful wooden boats from all around the country. Bob is also a Concord judge for other major events, including Amelia Island, Concord, the Hilton Head Concord, and St. John's Concord. And Keels and Wheels has raised over a million dollars for charities over the course of their lifetime. Really fantastic. And Bob is a retired naval aviator and had a successful career in management recruiting business. And this year's event, Keels and Wheels, takes place on May 6th and May 7th, again at the Lakewood Yacht Club in beautiful Seabrook, Texas. So, Bob, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about yourself, this event, and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Well, uh, my passion for automobiles, I inherited from my father. He was what today you would call a car guy. We always <laughs> had Packards and Lincolns. And, uh, in fact, we had the last last year, we had a 70, 56 Packard, I guess it was. Wow. Cool car. And um, he installed it passion in me, and I guess it's, uh, I call it a genetic defect. <laughs> hey, don't feel bad. We all have it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, so I, that's partly what led to the idea of creating this, this new event, combining classic cars and boats. I, you know, I think it's really cool, and you don't see that too often, mainly because venues is pretty tough to bring uh, boats to a car show on a, a golf course lawn or wherever it is. Uh, before we get into some of the questions here, when when you came up with this first idea of keels and wheels, was the concept to bring the cars and the boats together in one place? Yes. Uh, Lakewood Yacht Club is where the, the event is held, and it is a beautiful setting and we've got 40 acres of grounds and marinas and manicured lawns throughout the club area with these hundred year old oak trees. Wow. And I would drive through there and I just would visualize these cars under the trees. And then I got to thinking, what if you had an event that, that had the kind of cars you would see at Pebble Beach combined with classic Vintage boats. Yeah, in what, the could be, what could be better? And, wow. And frankly, nobody had ever done that. I, I can't, it seemed like such a natural thing to do, but it hadn't been done. And it turned out there was a, uh, a member in the club uh, who had put on some wooden boat shows mm. previously. So I connected with him and, and uh, we brought Paul Merriman is his name. And we brainstormed and, and uh, this 
this whole thing was born of that. You know, I have not had the pleasure of attending, but I know many people that have, and that's why I reached out to you to uh, be a guest on the shows here at Cars Yeah, because so many people that have attended just say, whoa, this event is it's like none other. It's just absolutely spectacular. And we're going to learn a lot more about the event. We're going to learn a lot more about you. But first, as we continue on your automotive journey, I always like to start with a a success quote or a mantra of some kind, maybe something that has some meaning to you. It's a it's a nice way to get those inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Bob, take the wheel. Well, I've thought about that question, and, and I guess what comes to mind uh, – Primarily is follow your passion. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, you wind up getting paid for what you would do anyway. <laughs> I think so. Well, you know, you had a life, uh, your career, your life was in uh, finding uh, people to put in the right place and so forth. And yes. then after that career, I think this is how this Keels and Wheels came about. Is that right? You were following your passion for cars that your dad instilled on you. And, uh, you know, taking on a, a Concours event is no easy task. People think, oh, that'd be fun. It's a lot well, of challenges, isn't it? I, uh, yes. Um when we started this, um, I still had my business and took more and more of my time. And I looked up two or three years later, and my, my business had just kind of faded away. So uh, <laughs> it became a full-time job and cool. remained such uh, to put on this event. It's a pretty large event. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So you got to be careful. Careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah, there's another great quote. Be careful what you ask for when you're following your passion because you might just get it. I love that. Well, yeah. you talked at the beginning about uh, your dad instilling his passion for cars in you. Let's go back in time. I'd love for you to share a story that instigated your personal passion. Is there a pivotal moment when you think back, maybe you're a little boy, and you realize, you know what, I'm going to be a car guy just like dad. I don't remember a pivotal moment. I do have a memory related to uh, to my side passion for the vintage boats. And I had an uncle who was a doctor, and he, we called him the rich one in our family. And he had a uh, a cabin, a house on Grand Lake in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And in the harbor, he had a Chris Craft runabout, beautiful classic Chris Craft runabout. And for the rest of my life, I always associated that with uh, with wealth. Ah. And uh, so the idea of combining those with the cars was that kind of special meaning for me because it, it just kind of harkened back to those days where I was so impressed with my uncle's uh, ability to own such a beautiful thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Very cool. You know, there was an event used to take place up here in the Pacific Northwest called the Kirkland Concours, and it was up on yeah. the uh, harbor. And they had a few boats at their event, but the venue was really a parking lot. It had nothing like the setting that you guys have. But it was kind of fun because you could walk down and see maybe four or five boats, maybe a few more, but nothing to the level that what you guys do. I believe when we started this, there was no one doing that. Now, now there are some some others. There's there's one in Bay City up in Michigan, mm-hmm. cars and boats, not on the scale that we do, but a very nice show I'm told. And at Hilton Head, on the grass of the uh, the country club that they use on the fairways, they have uh, a representation of 
uh, wooden boats on trailers, uh, mm, okay. about 15, 20 or, or more. So, uh, so it's taken, you know, other people are realizing, well, these are, these are classics too. We call our show, uh, the best of both worlds. Yes. Classic cars and boats. And we think that describes what we do. Well, and there's something like seeing a boat in its element versus on a trailer. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just makes it more special. Well, Bob, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and ask you to share a, a big challenge or a big failure maybe you face along the way in your career. You're a guy who's been around for a while. You've done a lot of things. The most important part of this question is how did you overcome that particular problem, challenge, failure, and what did it teach you? So uh, tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum in your business and, and your career. Well, what comes to mind when I was thinking about this was, was I lived in Charleston, South Carolina for about six, seven years. I loved it there, and I had a, had a thriving business in the recruiting world. I put on what we call career weekends. They now call job fairs, and we put on these events all over the United States. Mm. And it was extremely successful. And then came along the recession of 1974, mm. virtually killed uh, my business. And uh, I wound up moving back to Houston, where I was raised, and uh, virtually virtually starting over from scratch. At wow. How old I was then, but uh, that was in 1975. And uh, I got a job as a personnel director for a small company and then a then a, um, a vice president for human resources for a pretty large company. And then I got recruited to uh, Coopers and Lyron, which is one of the big ad accounting firms. Oh, yeah. To manage their executive search division. And so that's what got me into what's called retained executive search for senior level. Oh, okay. Stuff. And I left there and I had my own business until I had the misfortune of creating this event <laughs> <laughs> and losing my, my business uh, in, the, in the process. To your passion. Well, you know, for those listeners out there that might be younger and they're going 74, geez, that was like 20 years before I was born. These recessions that come and go, they have come. And I was in high school in 74. I remember that. I remember how tough it was on my parents and my friends' parents and how things just kind of, the bottom dropped out. And then another one came in the 80s, another in the 90s. Yeah. And of course, the one we've experienced is still kind of hanging on a little bit sometimes in 2008. They are tough. Well, what's the biggest lesson takeaway from an experience like that that you could share with our listeners to give them a little inspiration or guidance on how to come out of one of those things? It really isn't your own fault. It just happens and the rug gets pulled out from under you. What's a takeaway you can share in your uh, many years of wisdom? I think just keep at it mm -hmm. and never give up. you got to work hard, uh, especially when you're in between things. That becomes a full-time job in and of itself as to how do you market yourself effectively. Right, right. And, uh, that's what you got to do. You just suck it up and and uh, and do it. That's it. Here's another question for you. Since you worked in the recruiting business, your job is to go out and find people. Uh, from what you know of what happens today, because things have changed a lot, of course, but if there's some listeners out there right now that are trying to figure out how to find their way or what are maybe a couple tips you could suggest to them that uh, would help them in a job search? Well, I, I would suggest doing the research and finding out uh, what reputable employment agencies and or executive search firms 
work in in a particular industry that that you have experience in and mm. make contact with them and and try to utilize things have changed so dramatically there's so much uh of that kind of thing that can be done online today right which uh, didn't exist uh when I was in that business but absolutely uh, yeah do your homework it sounds like and as Winston Churchill said, when you're marching through hell, just keep on marching. So, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when those headlights illuminate your way to a new course, a new path, a new roadway that you should head down. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Well, what what comes to mind in, in the precisely that kind of a thing was the uh, the inspiration and the development for for keels and wheels. I, I used to drive into the yacht club and make a left turn through this on either side of the of the little street inside the club grounds. There's these beautiful manicured lawn areas covered with these hundred year old oak trees, and I I just visualized. Uh, these classic cars nestled under these trees. Yeah. And then we thought about this, the aha moment was uh, I wound up on the board of uh, Lakewood Yacht Club and we were talking about uh, the coming year. Uh, this was the November board meeting and and uh, trying to think of new ways to, uh, to generate revenues for a club. I raised my hand and I said, I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> and I presented the idea of uh, putting on a concours event and inviting the public and kind of described the idea a little bit. And uh, I remember people said, golly, how are we going to pay for something like that? I said, for the first time in my life, I said, well, I'll, I'll have to get sponsors. Yeah. And I didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> We'll get someone else to pay for this. <laughs> and we had we had a successful first year. Nice. We had 30, 30 boats and 35 boats and 100 cars. Wow. First year. But we lost $2,000 in the course of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, I'm proud of this. We Leukemia Society was the charity we were involved with at the time. And we, went, we wound up giving them $2,000 uh, regardless. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And then it just kind of grew and grew and grew from there. We now attract a, an international crowd of around 15,000. Wow. This will be our 22nd anniversary coming up. Wow. And uh, we've generated $1.6 million so far. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Never imagined that would happen or that we would ever exist this long right. or that it would just completely take over my life. Congratulations for all that. And that leads me to my next question for you is a proudest career, a business moment, perhaps involving keels and wheels, of course. Would you share what that might be? Well, I, I think in, in two, uh, I think about my business life. I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of venture capitalists and emerging companies, we define it as. Mm-hmm. I would recruit senior executives out of you know, I'm thinking of one that came out. He was an executive vice president of uh, ABC and that whole network system. Wow. I recruited him to come from New York to Houston 
Uh, and this is this story is repeated many times, where they not only have uh, the appropriate compensation, but they have equity mm-hmm. in the um, the new company. Right. And they build it up and sell it, and walk away uh, with with millions of dollars in their pocket. Sure. Uh, as a result of making this kind of a change, and that story is repeated many, many times, and I'm still friends with a lot of those guys. And uh, awesome. And that that was hugely rewarding to yeah take somebody out of a you know major corporation and put them into a deal where they thrived and had equity in the effort. Nothing better than that. Well, let's go back in time. I'd love for you to share your first really special car and maybe a memory about that vehicle. Well, I think about my little blue Ford. Uh, <laughs> I was in high school, and my my car was a, a 1951 a Victoria two-door hardtop. Oh, wow. Painted metallic blue, and it had white noggerhead seats. And it was a cool car, and uh, and I used to pick up my uh, some friends and my girlfriend and want to pick them up, and we'd go to high school, and then I'd drop them back off, and uh, and I also uh, that's a car I drove my freshman year to college, and then and the other cars evolved from there. I've had a lot of uh, more than I can even count, uh, really exceptional cars along the way i'll bet you have you know that victoria the the as i recall those cars were kind of cool the way the back roof line came down and met up with the glass was kind of a unique thing on the yeah. back of that car i, I love that car i remember i called it my little blue ford uh-huh and we had one exactly like it in our show a year or two ago oh how fun and little car is actually compared to today that's a big <laughs> yeah a lot of those cars in the 50s were giant uh boats yeah. you know if you will even though that was that was a two-door right yes two-door hardtop yeah wonderful well how about a car you've had lots of cars how about a car that you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage well there's, there's several uh one's a maserati ghibli Ooh. i also had a 1967 Ghia. 450 SS. They only made 50 of those cars. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I had that car for a number of years and then sold it. And I never had the foresight to hang on to all these cars. <laughs> I had a Lamborghini Yuraco, uh, which was a pretty cool car. Yeah. I've had a couple of Ferraris. I had a, in 1970, I bought a Ferrari 330 GT Ooh. in Miami, and I paid $5,000 for it. <laughs> And that very car sold last November for three hundred seventy-five. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we won't get into what cars are worth nowadays because that brings up not so happy memories. I, I want to stick to the the cars that you really enjoyed, and yet you've had some really interesting cars. That was very eclectic, different kinds of cars that you've I owned had, there. Had a lot of a lot of Jaguars. Ah, nice. E-type coupe, nice. As well as Roadsters, and uh, love that. I've got a. One of the cars I have now is a 1977 uh, XJ6C, which is a two-door hardtop. Uh-huh. And they only made 600 of those cars, and it's a beautiful car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are awesome. Awesome, awesome cars. Well, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming event, um, Keels and Wheels. I'd love for you to share a little bit more. This is your chance to kind of pitch that event to people that haven't been. I'm sure a lot of car listeners, car gel listeners out there know about it, but here's a chance to talk a little bit about it. Why... 
those listeners should make some plans to head on over to Texas. This is coming up again in May on May 6th and 7th at the Lakewood Yacht Club there in beautiful Seabrook, Texas. So uh, tell us a little bit more about the event Keels and Wheels. Well, first of all, Lakewood Yacht Club is is nestled between a very large lake called Clear Lake and Galveston Bay. Mm-hmm. So it is a it is a seaside community filled with marinas and boats and and uh, wonderful uh, seafood restaurants and shops. And Seabrook is about 30 minutes southeast of downtown Houston. So we're a suburb of Houston. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes our show unique is is the is the way it's displayed as opposed to on a um, on a golf course or a fairway where you've got cars lined up almost like in a parking lot. The club is divided into multiple sections uh, that I call islands of display. Uh, and the cars in all of these places are covered with these incredibly beautiful old oak trees. Mm. And the cars are displayed in what we think of as a purely artistic uh fashion uh they're not just lined up uh in a row and they take it we take advantage of the uh the scenery as best we can and uh so when you come into the show uh, you walk through all of the cars on display and then around the clubhouse and then there's a huge lawn adjacent to the the uh, inner harbor marina so all the cars are on the grass scattered around and then there's this beautiful inner harbor lined with palm trees and where these boats, you know, 80 to 100 boats are are involved. And a lot of them are the classic runabouts, Century and, and uh, Chris Craft and Packer Craft and things like that. But we also have large vintage yachts like, uh, like a 72-foot Trumpy or uh, one of our beautiful boats is called Serenity. It's a uh, built in 1940 for Billy Rose. You remember the uh, the uh, entrepreneur? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Showman. And uh, that's a gorgeous 42 foot wooden vintage yacht. And uh, so we have large and and small boats. Some some of the boats are on trailer, but most are in the water. And uh, just because of the display of it, all of the the uh, this is a little unique. If you are a car or boat exhibitor or one of our sponsors, uh, you're given a temporary membership in the Yacht Club. Oh, how fun. So you can use the bar and restaurant uh-huh. uh, and simply sign your tab uh, like any other member, and they will mail your bill to you. And, uh, <laughs> how nice is that? And so we, we, we do our best. We have over 300, think about this. All of our volunteers are Lakewood members. Wow. And there are about 300 Lakewood members that work the show that weekend. I'm always amazed that, you know, the guy that's standing there in a, in a, in a yellow vest and uh, or an orange vest and he's directing traffic and right. showing you where to park. That guy's CEO of a $100 million company. <laughs> nice. Working the weekend at Keels uh, yeah. and Wheels. Um, yeah, yeah. The membership very much takes ownership of uh, of this event. Cool. So we are a separate. We did have to spin out, and it's a separate 501c3. Formal name of our organization is LYC Concourse Corp. 
Mm. It's a 501c uh-huh. charity organization. Yeah. Nice. And that's what puts on the event, but uh, it's held at Lakewood. Lakewood Yacht Club. Very nice. I mean, I'll encourage our listeners to uh, go to the website. Of course, there'll be a link on Bob's show notes page here at Cars Yeah. Check out this event. Put it on your calendar. This is a this will be a fun road trip, a fun trip to go and see. Uh, no doubt, you will have a very very nice time. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Bob. If you were a car, what kind of car would Bob be, and why? Uh, I think I'd be an XKE Roadster. I thought about. <laughs> okay. Very cool. I had a red one, and why in God's name did I ever sell that car? <laughs> but I think if I had to have one back and hang on to it, I think that yeah. it would be that. Yeah, yeah. The XKEs are beautiful, aren't they? They're just uh, so gorgeous. I want to say one, another word or so about our show. Yes. This is very much a family event. Children uh, 10 and under are free. Nice. And as part of the boat side of our show... We have a kids build a boat program, mm-hmm. and uh, we bring a, an eight foot uh, wooden pram. It's called like a dinghy. Yeah, and taken apart, and uh, we invite kids to uh, partake and take uh, take place in in putting the boat back together. Oh, how fun! Building the boat. And every kid that turns a screw or lays a caulking line or has anything to do with it, we register their name. And at, at the end of the, the weekend, this boat is finished. And uh, and we draw a name and we one of these kids goes home as the owner of that boat. Oh, my gosh. How fun is that? And they have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it helps us attract families, which we like. Very cool. Wow. Well, another great reason to uh, attend Keels and Wheels. Very much a family event. That sounds awesome. Well, Bob, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Driving never meant more as the all-new driving adventure awaits you with a not-for-profit drive toward a cure. Combines two spirited drives for a weekend of cars and camaraderie in Paso Robles, California. All to support finding a cure for Parkinson's disease. In a showcase of ribbon roads in California of chrome and elegance coming up this April 28th. Enjoy some of the nicest cars, people, drives, wine tasting, and luxury receptions 
while driving towards a cure for Parkinson's. To register or donate, click on drivetowardacure.com or check out Cars Yeah guest Deb Pollock's show notes page where there's links to Drive Toward a Cure. Donate today, or better yet, go for the drive. Okay, Bob, we are back and we're entering the last lap or the last ride around the bay, I guess in this case, with keels and wheels. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think it basically is, if you're bitten by this bug, go ahead and chase your passion and treasure uh, these works of art, because that's precisely what they are. Yes. On the boat side as well as the car side. Absolutely. Now, how about a personal habit? Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? I think just never give up. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, that, that's what comes to mind. Yep, absolutely. Now, how about a resource? There's lots of great resources out there these days, online or personal or maybe blog or whatever. But is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I'd like for them to visit our website. Of I, course. <laughs> yes. www.keels, K-E-E-L-S, dash, wheels, keels, dash, wheels, dot com. Absolutely. And it's got lots of photos from past events and and uh, awards listing of uh, the awards each year and who, who won what and all of that. And, uh, nice. There's also, uh, you can buy tickets online at a discount. And get a feel for our show. There you go. I'll make sure that that is listed on Bob's show notes page at carsyat.com. Now, Bob, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field, living or deceased, who would that be? I did it. <laughs> you did it? Who's that? This was six, seven years ago. Uh, we had Sterling Moss and Carol Shelby here together. Oh, nice. And uh, that was a thrill. Yeah, yeah. You get to know both those guys and sit down and talk to them. And, oh, my gosh. And uh turned out to be kind of a reunion uh, for those guys because they've been lifelong friends mm-hmm. uh, and and are occasionally at a similar event but have to kind of wave at each other over the across the field. And uh, Right. So I had them both here as our grand marshals, if you will. It was a weekend reunion for uh, for them as well as their wives. And what a treat for me to be able to be with those two guys. Wow. Yeah, very, very fortunate indeed. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think the Car Show listeners should crack open and read? When I went through Navy pre-flight, uh, we had Marine drill instructors. Uh, the only place outside the Marine Corps where they had Marine drill instructors. Mm-hmm. job was to whip us former <laughs> yeah. civilians into... <laughs> mm-hmm. And the future naval future naval officers and yes. there's a guy one there's a guy who wrote a book about that. The beauty of that is that it's filled with so many inspiring and funny stories. That, ah. uh, that's what comes to mind when you mention that. That book is titled "Getting Our Wings" by Bob Taylor. And I'll make sure that that's listed on Bob's show notes page here at CarsYad.com. Again, I'll remind our listeners you can find links to all these great resources on Bob's page at CarsYad.com slash Bob Fuller. There's another great place on the CarsYad website called Guest Recommended Books. And we'll get the title and author of this book for you listed there for quick, easy links to buy. My uh, 
father-in-law, bless his soul, uh, was a Marine. Oorah to him. Oorah. Yeah, what a guy, what a guy. So uh, absolutely great. Well, we are up to the checkered flag, Bob. And this last question could be a doozy for a guy who's had so many cars like you. If you could have only one very cool collector car in your garage, money's no object. I'll buy you whatever you'd like today. But you got to drive it and enjoy it. What would that vehicle be and why? I think, uh, like I mentioned before, that XKE Roadster. Uh, <laughs> that is such a beautiful car, and they're pretty gutsy. And uh, I don't know why. I just love that. I, I kind of mixed emotions about I'd love to have the Gia back. Uh-huh. I sold it to a guy in, in Michigan, and he brought it back to our show uh, a few oh, years ago. Nice. Low reunion. It was. That's pretty cool. Uh but I, if it boiled down to only one, it'd be the Roadster. The Roadster. Would you like a Series 1, then? Mine was a Series 2. It was 68. Okay. And, well, uh, we'll find you a Series 2. <laughs> what color would you like? Oh, I like the red. Red. Okay. All right. Well, I am going to do what I can to find you a red Series 2 Roadster. That sounds <laughs> like fun. Bob, you have taken me on an awesome ride today. I knew you would, and I really appreciate you taking some time to share your automotive journey and the Keels and Wheels uh, event with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you rip off down the road in that uh, Series 2 XKE Roadster? Well, I think that uh, the advice that I give you, if you're fortunate enough to acquire a real classic, Hang on to it because it's going to increase in value, perhaps beyond your imagination. I didn't, I haven't done that in my uh, career, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, don't know why. I, you know, at some point, I said, "Well, uh, let me get rid of this and get find something else." And sure, I wish in retrospect I'd held on to some of these cars because, because the values now are just astronomical. <laughs> yes, they have become. Pretty darn crazy. Well, and once again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Keels and Wheels? Go to our website, keels-wheels.com. Absolutely. And listeners, again, you can find links to everything Bob has shared on his show notes page at carsyeah.com slash Bob Fuller. Uh, check out this event. Put it on your calendar. A fantastic event. I'm going to be uh, promoting the event the week before with some of the sponsors, talking to some of the sponsors. Uh, we'll do a full week here on Cars Yeah, Keels and Wheels week here on Cars Yeah with those sponsors to kind of help promote it. But I appreciate you being on the show today, Bob. I want to thank you for being so generous with your time. and Thank you. Your expertise. You're welcome in sharing your experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Terrific. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.